sign of weakness. Always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kopal. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kopal. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is Friday, September 6, 2019. And not fully yet, but we're into the cold and flu edition of Investor's Edge. As my travels on all those airplanes. By the way, I'm not a germaphobe, but when I go on airplanes, I have wipes. And I wipe down trays, uh, the back of the head thing. There's a lot of germs out there, kids. Anyway, uh, I caught something. What can I tell you? All right. A few things. And number one, you know, this is a show about you, markets, the economy, the future, government, government spending, your money, scams and shams and corruption. But we love covering everything. I want you to know what I am thinking. I want you to know what I am reading. And sometimes, you know when you wake up in the morning and you get out a newspaper, you go on the web and you read something, it hits you. Well, when something hits me, I want to tell you about it. Something hit me this morning. And as you know, if you have followed me for years, I've been doing this show. We started out with my good buddy Jay Black in 1999 on one little station in South Florida. Every now and then, something hits. Out of the ordinary, out of nowhere. And you know me. Let me, let me give you a little bit of my background here. And this is not to pat myself on the back. I'm telling you facts. For 15 years now, my wife and I, my family and I, have sponsored a Thanksgiving dinner for about 400 youth of Central Florida. 15 years. We have sponsored kids from the Boys and Girls Clubs of Central Florida for college. And stuff you need for college. We take kids to movies. When Star Wars and Black Panther came out, we took 100 of them. We take them to basketball games. Before we moved to Central Florida, we used to do holiday parties at Jackson Memorial Hospital in the cancer wing for these kids and Halloween parties for them. My family was one of the first Make-A-Wish Foundation wish givers. I think it was like 1980. It was in the 80s. And we do this because, A, it makes us feel great. It makes us feel great. And we live by the thought process to do things for others that you need absolutely nothing from. We believe, I believe, in fair play. I believe in justice. I believe in you and what you do and what you earn and it's why I'm so against these Marxists on the left 
Now, a lot of these kids were the Boys and Girls Clubs of Central Florida. They have one parent. They have parents in jail. I remember one kid walks in to tell us that his brother was shot dead. <coughs> excuse me, on the street and he didn't want to go that way. I have met with the parents. That work tails off. To take care of their kids. Under the most trying of circumstances. This morning... And you'll get an understanding of how I'm tying this in. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have the cold and flu edition here. There is an article in the USA Today paper today. Uh, it's an op-ed, I guess. It's a uh, by an Eileen Rivers, digital content editor for USA Today. This is the second in a series of installments about prisoners serving life sentences in prison. For nothing crimes. <coughs> Pardon the cough. You'll have to deal with it. And everything I have said to you is about doing for others. Giving others a chance. And I'm reading this article today, go get it, America's Unjust War on Weed, about a gentleman by the name of Feral Scott. Never met him. He's been incarcerated since 2008. He's still incarcerated at the age of 56. He was given a life sentence. <coughs> a life sentence. A life sentence. Selling marijuana in 2008. A life sentence. And in 2016, he went to appeal to the Obama administration, who turned them down. Clemency was denied. <laughs> Even though the prosecutor wrote a letter to the Obama administration for clemency. And I'm thinking to myself, I was thinking to myself, the stories I've told you on this show. When I was at Aspen one night, I went to a Sticks concert, Sticks, at a bar. And I don't drink. My wife and I and another couple watched Sticks, hung out for a while. The bar cleared out. We walked outside in Aspen. I guess you could call it downtown Aspen. Hardly a person was left. But we turned the corner and there was a line of people. And I had no idea what it was for. It was a store selling weed. And it wasn't just a store. It was a first-class store. They had a guy in a coat looking like a, uh, a lab technician. They had all these utensils to cut up the weed. They had names for the weed. Adults, youngins were lined up buying weed. Legalized. Up next, my toy. Thanks for being here on this cold and flu edition. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge.
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So I'm making a point that you now have legalized marijuana, I believe in California, Oregon, uh, I think maybe Nevada, Colorado, it's 11 states, Washington, Maine, Vermont, Illinois, and that's for recreational from medical marijuana, Florida, Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Arizona. Oh, I can, I can give you a big list. <clears throat> and by the way, I was reading a story how medical marijuana that everybody wanted, that a zillion people all of a sudden need medical marijuana. And it's being done by a certain few doctors. What else is new? But what's my point? You know me. I've talked about it for years. You do the crime, you do the time. But there's also the other part of me called Mr. Logic. California had the three strikes, you're out. Life. And now I'm reading this. Now I've given the president some hard knocks over the recent months. But he was trying to do something about it and he actually got some people out of jail. Pardoned them, gave them clemency on these types of unjust. So I'm just letting you know I am going to take it upon myself personally to investigate this one case because it's the only one I've read about. Life in jail for selling a small amount of marijuana while it's now legalized just about everywhere. Yet that wonderful Barack Obama administration told him take a flying leap. By the way, this gentleman's black. <clears throat> I'll let you know what happens. I'm going to get on it. And I'm doing this because I have to tell you something that from all the stories that I get in here and meeting with the parents of some of these kids from the Boys and Girls Clubs with some people in jail, the justice system Need some work. Need some logic. A life. I thought life was for killing somebody. I've seen people kill people and get 30 years. Anyway, I wanted to bring this up in that I'm going to try and do something for somebody I need absolutely nothing from. All in the name of just but I will do my investigation on it first. And I just thought you'd want to know. And even if you didn't, I just wanted to tell you. Read up on it in the uh, USA Today. And again, the other side of the story is the scam of medical marijuana. Oh, I'm not against medical marijuana. I'm wondering how hundreds of thousands of people need medical marijuana. Ladies and gentlemen, buy stock in Taco Bell and Doritos. All right. 
I want you to listen carefully on the market because it was up again today after having a strong day yesterday. And the Dow was up 69 today, though NASDAQ, NASDAQ 100 was down. I'm just letting you know, under the cover, under the cover of the market going up, Dow, S&P and stuff, this week, all the leading growth names in software continue to break down badly. A lot of the tech names, the Facebooks, the Amazons, continue to act poorly. And I just want you to keep it in your file manager. That's all. Large caps remain the strength. Small caps continue to lag. Foreign markets continue to lag. Transports and financials continue to lag. But they got bumped up this week. But when I look at I'm just going to throw out the symbols to you. I think you remember all these. ServiceNow, N-O-W, M-D-B, Okta, O-K-T-A, Twilio, T-W-L-O, Workday, Zendesk. I give you 30 others. They're all going in. They're all private bear markets. And it's only one group, but it was the leading group. I think you should know about it. That's all. And then, as I mentioned, the bigger names act very poorly. We're going to be watching them closely because you know what they do in markets, in case you don't know. They distribute quietly. You got that? They distribute quietly. We'll see how it plays out in the weeks ahead. But the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Up 69, S&P up 2, NASDAQ down 13, NASDAQ 100 down 10, SOX was up 2, transports were down to almost 70. Advanced declines, not bad, up down volume, uh, down on the NASDAQ advanced declines. Up next, more in the market, much more. I'm Gary, this is the one only investors at. America is talking. Investors Edge. You gotta be big with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Caldwell. Some highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investors Edge. Thank you for being with us today. Hope you are having a good day. I, uh, let me just tell you, I need this weekend. <clears throat> uh, normally, when I travel from Asia or Europe, first to Asia from Florida, I'll fly to California at night, sleep in California, usually L.A., and then take a direct flight the next day. In Europe, we have direct flights from Orlando to London, Amsterdam, and uh, a couple other places. But if I'm flying to somewhere we don't, what I'll typically do is do one flight and then sleep at a place and then go the next day. Well, because of the hurricane, we did the flight to JFK from Athens, Greece, three and a half hour layover, and then the flight to uh, Florida. The ch- total travel time from our hotel back to our house, 22 hours. It is not fun. That's all I got to tell you. And I think that's what did it on, for me. So... I'm finally got my jet lag gone and all that fun stuff. 
A uh, few other notes. So you had a good week in the market today, but it was a lot of the stuff that's been lagging. Uh, the leading stocks are breaking down. And let just just need to watch closely because I know the juices are flowing a little bit right here because the Fed's going to lower rates soon and all that. And admittedly, and importantly, the uh, 50-day moving average has been breached on the upside by the Dow, S&P, NASDAQ, and NASDAQ 100. And that's good news. That's good news. No argument. But as I do my scans, what I call the underneath the surface scans, uh, we'll see. Because then I go look at the Russell 2000, crap. I look at the transports, crap. I look at the mid caps, eh, not as much crap, but crap. I look at foreign markets, they've rallied up, <coughs> but crap. New high list, very minor. So the internals aren't even close to where the Dow, S&P, NASDAQ, and the NASDAQ 100 are. And I make note of that for you. Now, I also want to mention that Jay Powell was in Switzerland today, and they were feeding him, Jay Powell, the central bank head, from Switzerland, that their interest rates in Switzerland are like negative 1%. And these people are wearing $5,000 suits, these Swiss people that are destroying their savers there. Imagine, minus 1% rates. And they're treating Powell like God, and Powell saying, we're ready to do this and do that if need be. They really do think they're God. They really do think they're God. And remember what I've been telling you, and I mean this. Boy, I hope I'm wrong. You know, they did not ask him one question about the $250 trillion of debt, government debt around the globe. They didn't ask him about the $22 trillion of debt in the United States. But don't worry, I'm just the number one money guy in the world. Why do I care about debt? So I just had to mention that. It's quite the insane asylum, if you ask me. Now, I got a lot of questions recently from you guys on the IPOs. You see, I've told you throughout the years that 10 years from now, the biggest winning stocks will be from the initial public offerings. New companies, names you never heard of, with great products, great services, great margins, great growth. You just don't know who they're going to be. As we go through the years, nobody knew what an Amazon was in the 90s. <coughs> nobody knew of a Home Depot before they came out. Netflix, what the hell was that? It was all Blockbuster. Netflix destroyed Blockbuster. Eh, well, Blockbuster destroyed Blockbuster also. So yes, it is important. I have one screen of all the IPOs of the last two to three years. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of names. And I look at it a couple of times a day. But on that screen also, for example, there's a bunch of Chinese stocks that came public in the last two years that are down 90%. 
because they all lost money. They were all touted at ridiculous valuations. On that screen is Uber and Lyft that just keep getting whacked. Because as we told you from day one, the valuation they brought this thing out at is a joke. And the markets agreed. <coughs> Lyft, the $72 deal, 44 and a half down a buck 90, another new low, and they opened it at 88. You can go to IPO.com, I think that's what it's called, and get the last three years of IPOs. <coughs> Put them on a screen. And let's watch. But there is a point to why I'm bringing it up. Because as you know, I hate Wall Street. The ones that bring out all these stocks at ridiculous valuations. Biotechs with no sales. When I started in this business, as I have told you before, I was in the penny stock business. We used to bring stocks out at 10 cents. With $3 million market caps. That had more sales and earnings than companies that are being brought out by all these famous investment banks at 100 and 200 and 500 million and a billion. I've been ripping all those names off to you in biotech. $5 billion market caps with no sales. Yet they said penny stock business was bad? you got to be kidding me. So number one, we want you to be careful still because we continue to see all these IPOs under pressure. As the market has taken out the big middle finger and stuck it back at the investment banks for trying to screw investors with ridiculous valuations. And it's in all kinds of industries. It's in every kind of industry. They don't care. What do they care? Now I bring this up because we work. Have you ever heard of we work? Up next, I'm going to explain it. That and more on this The One Only Investor's Edge. You're listening to... Wait for well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, now. go. Investor's Edge with Gary Kulpah. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. There is uh, a lot of people dead in the Bahamas. Wow. Uh, Steve Harrigan, a Fox News Channel guy who's been in war zones, reported an hour ago on the Shepard Smith show, and we're pre-taping after the market closed, ladies and gentlemen, that he's standing there and there are dead animals, dead bodies all over the place. Very tough to get to these areas. Decimated and destroyed. Man, oh man. And that stupid freaking hurricane's like near Cape Cod now. It's still doing things. Or on its way to Cape Cod. WeWork. In case you don't know, WeWork started out where they bought some office space and then they rented it out. And it's become gargantuan, gigantic. Not everywhere, but very big. Uh, It got up to a $50 billion market cap and they were going to go public and they still may. But they were trying to sell it, and the investment banks were trying to screw everybody with their valuations. And guess who got screwed? The people that normally don't get screwed. 
See, normally in cases like this, it's the average Joe, nothing against Joe, that gets screwed. The IPO comes out and drops 50%. But typically the IPO comes out at a price that is so favorable to the people who bought what is known as pre-IPO, private, before trades. So what did the investment banks do? They took nothing, a real estate company, that's all it is. They don't own anything. They rent out offices to rent out offices. Amazingly, people who bought into this with a $47 billion market cap on the last round, if they do the IPO now, it's being valued at $20 billion. More than a 50% haircut. And of course, the CEO and all of them are running around. I guess SoftBank out of Japan owns a bunch of it. May need to put more money into it. On a real estate company that owns no real estate. You know, at least when you buy into a REIT, they own something. So I just want to make sure you keep this in your mind as this winds down. We haven't even got into a bear market in stocks. Wait till you see where Uber and Lyft go in price. Remember what we've told you. Bear markets are the complete opposite of bull. In the bull markets, things will go to extreme to the upside. In bear markets, things will go to the extreme to the downside. And there's no in-between. How do we know this? We studied them all. And you're seeing some of it already. WeWork's valuation shouldn't be $20 billion. They're just little old me renting office space. And then re-renting it out. But they're saying they're newfangled type of company because they're socially responsible. Nobody gives a crap about that. Front page article today stunned me. Wall Street Journal. Go check it out. The insiders are getting mauled. But most of these insiders have some wealth. Oh, there's going to be some serious lawsuits going down. Good rins. In other news, Antonio Brown will be playing against Denver on Sunday. I was worried about, he's on my fantasy team, and I was worried he had a big fight with the guy who runs the joint, and guess what? I guess they settled it, so I'm feeling much better today. I thought I'd mention that. Is that okay? Also, if you don't mind me mentioning, my very good friend Jerry Willis, who has battled cancer, breast cancer, they have the race for the uh, cure. Uh, this weekend, the Komen race for the cure. So, hope you don't mind. If you go to race.komen, K-O-M-E-N, N-Y-C for New York City dot org, slash team, slash Fox News, please help out. Have a great weekend. Drive carefully. And when you get home, do like I do. Simple. Make sure you hug your children.
This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.